the Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, president at Lola Red, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, I bet you watched the World Cup. Bet you did. You and the rest of the world, apparently. Well, I was reading an article by Bob Rob Schwartz, a contributor to Forbes, and he was calling out the three brands that won at the World Cup. Now, we all know Germany won. I'm not asking you how you feel about that. I really don't have an opinion because soccer isn't really my sport. But apparently there were some big winners at the World Cup. The, the biggest one, according to Rob Schwartz, was none other than Adidas. Now, Adidas also happened to um, have their three famous stripes on the champion Germany as well as Argentina. But besides having that kind of signage, uh, they did a couple of other things that were really interesting, according to Rob. Now, they were the only brand, according to him, to turn stadium signage into a conversation. Towards the end of each half or at the end of the match, Adidas posted an orange stadium signage that said, Now or Never. And that line always reflected the intensity of the moment for the player, the teams, and the fan. So it kind of created a, an interaction, if you will. Um, also, they performed uh, what Rob is calling a master stroke of genius. They had a smartphone camera case that featured their three stripes, and that got flashed a lot in post-match um, images with selfies being taken by the teammates themselves. Now, um, BW also, Volkswagen, had what, according to Rob, was a really great uh, branding opportunity that they scored on um, at a TV spot, of course, which featured the Golf GTI and its athletic performance on the road. But what was more interesting was their real-time golf celebration initiative. So after each team scored, VW launched a digital banner featuring the Golf GTI and the team's colors streaking across a digital, uh, kind of the digital horizon to celebrate the goal, um, which is kind of fun. And then a McDonald's of all brands, McDonald's is being called out as winning, uh, winning on the field, online, and at the restaurant. And on the field, before every single match, McDonald's player escort program had players walking on the field with kids. They were all in their gold and red branded suits. They had actually little red and white striped socks as a nod for Ronald McDonald House Charities. And then online, they had two pieces of content, a trick shot film that had more than 6 million views, and then also a web snack, kind of a tasty web snacking, uh, which had French fries, kind of the, the king of the in-store. Uh, they had inspired packaging that featured 12 different designs from different artists. So, um, yes, while it's interesting that these were the three brands that won, I think the, the big learning out of it is 
because it was a televised match, there was almost no commercial breaks. And as we know, with Super Bowl, it's all about the commercial breaks. So these brands really had to engage with fans outside of the TV spot. And that's the way they won it, and that's why they were so successful. So thanks to Rob for that really insightful article today. Next up, our first profile is the Dior Diva. Nearly a million of these women in their early 60s, a third of them are grandparents and retired. They have a very healthy household income of more than 165K. They're confident in their financial security. They call themselves happy and optimistic. They have a lot of outside interests like entertaining and the arts. They do a lot of traveling. Uh, They have second homes, many of them, so they're spending time there. And they drive luxury cars like Mercedes. Uh, a lot of travel sites. They're also watching um, a lot of HGTV and TLC and Bravo and reading a lot of magazines, CS Travel magazines as well as Foodie magazines and Home Decor magazines. Well, my guest today knows a lot about the Dior Divas and all those powerful, lively women over 50, Stephen Riley is the founder of Vibrant Nation. He's also co-authored a book called Vibrant Nation, What Boomer Women 50 Plus Know, Think, Do, and Buy. He's an entrepreneur, marketing expert, active blogger. And uh, if you don't know about Vibrant Nation, you should. It's the leading online community of the fast-growing and extremely influential group of women called Boomers. These are those women over age 50. And we know they have a lot of disposable income, and they're very focused on health and wellness, and they're willing to invest. And a lot of brands who actually uh, can sit up and take notice of them actually being alive and being a powerful consumer. So stick around. Stephen's going to be back. We're going to talk today uh, about Google. First Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, affiliate offers network. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. 
Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at BubbleFast. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services, ppcprofessionals.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. Welcome back. I'm speaking today with Stephen Riley. He's the founder of VibrantNation.com, the leading online community devoted to women over 50. And he also co-authored a book, Vibrant Nation, What Boomer Women 50 Plus Know, Think, Do, and Buy. Welcome back to the program, Stephen. Thanks, Maria. Well, those folks who may not be familiar with Vibrant Nation, please do tell a little bit about this great community for active women. Um, sure, we'll do. Um, you described this really well at first. Um, our, you know, we are the leading online community um, where women aged generally 45 to 65 come to discuss with each other issues that are unique to their stage of life. They're dealing with the same issues they've tackled at other stages of life, but they're looking for new solutions um, for managing their work life and money or fashion and beauty solutions that help them look as great as they feel um, or how to manage a new set of family relationships that they haven't had before. But beyond that community, um, which gathers online and to which we send out several hundred thousand emails a week, and we also have what we call the Vibrant Influencer Network, which engages our advertising partners um, in reaching another 10 million women, over 10 million women like them a month. So these are bloggers and social media mavens who are vibrant women themselves um, and engage um, in trying out brands and products and services and then talking about them and telling stories about them to their own networks. Um, And they are both on our site and beyond our site. The most important reference for other women like them is another woman at their stage of life. So that's our um, vibrant network um, both on our site and beyond. Well, and we know word of mouth is really the gold when it comes to boomer women and really women of all ages and stages of life. We know that that's so influential. But apparently so is Google. I was reading a recent blog post you shared via Engage Boomers. I get them all the time, and I always always read yours, Stephen. And you were talking about how, of course, we know the search engines become vital to all of us. It's the first thing I do. If I want to know something, I can Google it. It's in our vernacular these days. And in your post, you talked about beauty products company that wasn't seeing sales that it thought it would, and apparently Google was the reason. Talk a little bit about that example because I think it's pretty eye-opening. Google was part of the reason, and, and it's really for the same reason that the behavior you described yourself, which is really true of just about everybody these days. And this brand um, was launching, an, um, this company was launching a new brand in the beauty space and targeting women over 50. And they were doing some really um, creative things in order to launch the product. They were using um, direct response TV because it allows you such an immediate way to learn about how people are reacting to your messaging and visuals and your product itself um, and can be a lot cheaper than trying to get into traditional retail distribution at the start. Um, So they had spent a lot of money researching the marketplace, creating an excellent suite of products, packaging them well, and producing a really high-quality infomercial. 
what I think they hadn't thought about was what the reality of life was like for women who actually might watch that infomercial. And they don't live in a captive um, bubble anymore as their mothers might have when if they watch an infomercial that gives them a 1-800 number to call, they just would have picked up their phone and called the 1-800 number. Today, those women are going to do just what you would do, and they pick up their smartphones or their iPads or their laptops because they're sitting in their laps right then, and they say, let me check out this brand. I liked the infomercial, but I'm not going to call before I know a little bit more. And what that brand had not invested in at that stage and not really thought through the process that women now live um, in a world in which Google is their homepage, is the brand's homepage, whether it likes it or not, and that they were going to look for um, other options. And this brand had literally no other content online. Mm. So in that case, as a pretty dramatic result, um, I think, and wrote about there, that I think they, they all of a sudden lacked credibility because women said, well, I like that infomercial, but now it hardly even looks like a real brand. I can't find any um, other sites. I can't price compare. And most of all, I can't see any real reactions and reviews from other women who've tried it out themselves. And as a result, um, they weren't getting the, the feedback and the purchases that they needed to get. And, and I think it's, a pretty, it's, it's not as complicated as it used to be, but you really can't launch a new product without thinking about how it's going to be launched and perceived in search engine results as well. Well, and I think what you just you just talked about in your description is her path to purchase isn't just as you said seeing something calling a one eight hundred number. Now she's actually doing quite a bit of investigations. So talk, if you would, a little bit about a typical boomer woman's path to purchase. Yeah, well, it's you know this is one of those areas where it's actually become almost identical. You know, there really aren't a lot of differences across age ranges and genders anymore, um, and especially for women, um, no matter what age now, including women over 50, all of them are researching new products and services online. And we've asked them this for several years because we used to get agencies and brands would say to us, surprisingly recently, you know, they would say, are boomer women really online? <laughs> well, the answer is, <laughs> you, you, have the right, you have the right answer to that question. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Um, but they were really kind of serious, and I think they couldn't. They were thinking maybe of their grandmothers, you know, in the 1970s, and they weren't really getting. These women had been online for 25 years. They were the first ones to use email at work in the early 90s, and this is a part of their lives. They over-indexed in the initial wave of purchases of the iPad. Um, they all have smartphones, and they're using them to to research the world they live in and the products they're thinking about buying. So when we asked women, for example, um, where were they looking, you know, in their path to purchase, where were they getting content, um, the very first um, most most frequent source is search engines. Um, the second is Amazon, which has now done a great job of providing both reviews and purchasing options. And then, and only after that, do they start going to the company's own website. But they're all researching online, and they're looking for this interesting – Google is actually doing a great job of this – they're looking for this really interesting combination of what I call content and commerce. Um, and if you look at how the Google algorithm has developed and, and especially responded to the fact that a lot of people are paying to rank their results high on Google, it's responded by putting some of those up in the sponsored link post. And then after that, a really interesting back and forth between what I call content, which is reviews and stories and blog posts and commerce or buying opportunities. And Google has actually done a brilliant job of replicating the way especially women make that path to purchase because they might say, 
well, what's the price of it? And then what, is, what does this other woman have to say about it? And can I get free shipping? And are there any people who have my skin condition who've written about it? And um, is it available for under Amazon Prime? And um, let me go make sure that um, the reviews are consistent there as well. And mm-hmm. it's this back and forth that's being addressed, and, and that's really how I just describe the path to purchase of boomer women. And I think it's, it's similar. Certainly we know how it works from our research for boomer women. I think it's increasingly identical to the research that's being done by women of all ages. Well, and what you said before in your earlier case study uh, example about that beauty product is they're looking for validation, right? They're looking for something that looks, tastes, smells, <laughs> seems like a brand, and then people's reaction to that brand. So uh, I think you talked about it being almost like a, a 100% validation for them before they can even pull out their credit card. And that's true, and I think that's true for a number of reasons for boomer women, maybe even more so. It's true for all women, but I think it's even more true for boomer women for a couple reasons. One, um, you know, their experience is often that they've been ignored in the marketplace, whether it's in a retail store or through advertising where they've stopped seeing their own images reflected. Um, as a result, they, they really want to see that a brand is, is genuine um, and they may be a little um, more suspicious of claims as a result. They've also, you know, heard a lot of claims in their lives that weren't true. And the other thing, in a lot of these product categories um, that they're thinking about, their needs have changed. So women go through the reason that they're looking for sort of like what I call life stage specific recommendations from women like them is because, let's say it's a beauty product, their skin has changed. And one of the things that's really important is hearing from another woman whose skin has changed as she's aged and gone through menopause and, and all the other things that, 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 that make you seek new and different beauty products, you know, around age 50. And so she can't find the real story of another woman like her telling, explaining how it's helped um, her skin meet her needs and interests. Um, it's not really going to um, be a plausible claim to her. So I think for those reasons, because they they don't always feel the marketplace has been so friendly to them, and because their needs are often suddenly different and they're looking for um, validation um, about those, we see over and over our research has shown that by far the most important um, influence for these women is the referral from another woman like her. Mm-hmm. And that makes total sense. We all want to be able to spend our money on something that we have a pretty good assurance that it's going to work. And the best way to know is to find another woman who can validate for us that, yeah, it has worked. You know, it has worked for us. I'm curious if that path holds up for any consumer product, Stephen. I mean, do you feel like there's additional scrutiny depending on that woman's awareness of the product from the beginning? Well, I think in part because... Um, it, it's it's really across almost all categories. Um, in fact, because one of the interesting, interesting things we find is that almost all women are now actually reviewing products themselves online. Only in, in a recent research we did, only 12% said they never actually re- review a product themselves online in any way, which I think is a much lower number than most people would have guessed, mm-hmm. um, especially for boomers. And so as a result... Um, they realize there's content out there just about about just about everything, and so um, while there is a um, kind of a spectrum on um, things they tend to research more than others, it's pretty much everything. Interestingly, the ones that um, that are the highest, um, when we asked women um, what are they most likely to you know search um, online for before buying. Um, 
and beauty products ranked even higher than health and wellness products and services, but they were mm-hmm. very close. But the things where that personal validation and referral um, matters um, are, as you mentioned, uh, Maria, are really important. So beauty, health, home and garden, apparel, travel, things where they're spending money. If it's a low-priced item, they're they're less likely to search for it online just because they're more willing to take a chance on it. Um, but for things that matter and for things especially where they want to um, they want to get the input from another woman like her, it's very important. And what we saw early on at Vibrant Nation is, is, is the fact that you described that people didn't know that it was going to translate to the Internet for boomer women, um, but that referral, you know, in the past maybe it needed to come from a real person. The Internet actually allowed it to come from a complete stranger and really mm-hmm. opened up the world of resources to women um, as we see at Vibrant Nation and beyond on the bloggers in our Vibrant Influencer Network um, they're really able to actually now get information at, at their fingertips, literally, in their purse, at home, in their mm-hmm. car, wherever they are. And, and as a result, they're all using it. Exactly. And it may feel like a virtual stranger, literally a virtual stranger, but at the end of the day, it's a woman who feels very much like could be a friend sitting across the table from us. And and that's what social platforms allow us to, to have those and be in close community with strangers because we all um, are bound by some of the similar likes and dislikes and all that good stuff. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. want to get your sense of what brands should be doing to ensure they're showing up favorably in Google and then some brands that you feel like are doing a great job when it comes to Boomer Women. So stick around. More from Stephen when Purse Strings returns in a moment. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. You rely on your website to promote your business. And while you're busy doing what you love, you need a site that can keep up. GoDaddy Web Hosting is built from the ground up for lightning speed, reliability, and rock-solid performance. It includes over 150 free apps like WordPress and Drupal to build and manage your site. And with 99.9% uptime and industry-leading load times, you never have to worry if your site is up and running. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code HOSTFM to get web hosting for $1 a month plus a free domain. 
Some limitations apply. See website for details. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. I'm chatting today with Stephen Riley. He's the founder of VibrantNation.com, a leading online community devoted to the boomer demographic of women, uh, really 45 to 65, but, but primarily women over 50. And we've been talking about making Google your homepage, the importance of making sure that you're showing up in content and commerce. Um, Stephen talked about the intersection of both of those and how it goes a long way to validate women when they're on their path to purchase, with, which begins, like a lot of us, with Google. Uh, we want to buy from brands that feel like brands, look like brands, where you can get information and where we, more than, more than anything, see testimonials of women just like us who are saying, yep, this is a great brand, this is a great product that works, you're not going to be wasting your money. So with that, Stephen, what should brands be doing to ensure that they are showing up favorably in Google since you're saying Google really should be your homepage? Yeah. Well, um, it's a great question. So our advice from the platform of Vibrant Nation is um, um, and actually using our Vibrant Influencer Network, which are the women who reach 10 million plus others a month um, on behalf of us and our clients, is to actually engage the voices of real people. Um, the first prerequisite, of course, is they actually have to um, value the customers they're trying to seek. So they actually need to understand and have a mission and, or, and be a budget to actually reach and engage um, women over 50. And once they're really ready to do so, they pretty, pretty naturally come to the point where they understand if they haven't engaged um, those women's own voices in an authentic way, in a way that leads towards storytelling, in a way that builds that credibility on the path to purchase of all the other boomer women like them, um, then, then that's the best way to do it. And so it doesn't really take a whole lot. We have helped work with companies that are new brands or new products or products that are for the first time trying to target this demographic. And you know, pretty quickly, you can generate a lot of Google results by getting women writing and talking about your brand. And that's the great thing. Google is actually developed to serve the needs of real people, not just to make money. And actually, the it's it's key to making as much money as it does is because it continues to be so good. And so we've seen cases where work, clients we've worked with, where bloggers in our vibrant influencer network, have written real, real meaningful content, not not j not um, you know, not commercial in nature, kind of really talking about how a product worked in their in their own lives. And all of a sudden, those those pieces of content have been five to ten of the top twenty results on Google because they're real, and Google really um, values that because they know that that's the kind of content that are real to people. So they're they're really meaningful to people. So there's a virtuous circle, kind of in, to speak, where brands actually engaging women in an honest and direct way can actually create the kind of content that other women want to find and Google wants to serve up. 
Yeah, it's a win-win-win, if you will. And yeah. there are clearly some brands that have figured this out. What brands do you feel have have are really doing this in a way that benefits boomer women? Yeah. I mean, well, as I said, you know, first of all, it has to be the companies and brands that are actually have made a really pretty high-level corporate decision that they, they really need to invest and win and engage boomer women in order to grow. Um, you and I, you know, are preaching to the choir to each other. Um, <laughs> we know that the numbers and dollars are really too big, and some companies are still holding out. Um, not as many as there used to be. Each year we see more and more major Fortune 500 companies acknowledge that they're not going to be able to grow in the next 10 or 20 years without capturing all those women who are, who are crossing over the line into 50-plus. Um, but the companies that do, like a L'Oreal, for example, global beauty company, has identified Women 50 Plus as one of its major growth platforms. As a result, they've done a great job. And if you, I use as a case study, sometimes you look up one of their brands like Mythic Hair Oil, which um, is used a lot by boomer women um, to manage and, and enhance their hair. Um, and you'll see a great mixture of content from real storytelling to, to purchasing opportunities. Kimberly Clark, another really smart company, um, has done this um, with their brands as well, um, whether it's brands like Poise um, or Depends, um, which have actually addressed in very different ways the needs of, of women as they, as they hit midlife and get older. Um, and they've done it with a real approach to authentic authenticity and storytelling. Um, ConAgra, you know, like their healthy choice brand, they understand that a brand like that really serves the needs of women who may be feeding a smaller household but want to eat healthy and manage their weight, and they understand that in order to share that the story about new products, they need to get real women talking about them. So those are some examples. We see it in finance from women-founded companies like Royal Neighbors. But if it's not really, it's it's really interesting because you get this so deeply. If the companies don't really internalize the value of this marketplace, it's hard for them to get it right. But once they really mm-hmm. cross over that line and say. We, we really respect and recognize the importance of these consumers. Um, they pretty naturally find their ways to saying, how can we help get, how can we engage them in telling stories to each other? Right, exactly. And, and once the light bulb goes off and they really start connecting in a really authentic, valuable way, I mean, they are immediately rewarded for it. I mean, uh, this generation of women recognize when they're appreciated and they return the favor, for sure. Um, Are there any other tips that you would recommend you shared a lot throughout our conversation, but any you want to lead us on? Um, I mean, I think if you just, you you start down that path, you're right. I mean, the the thing is that there is a really high ROI in investing in boomer women, um, whether at Vibrant Nation or elsewhere, because um, these women are undermarketed too. And mm-hmm. so if you're in a demographic that's being um, kind of saturated with messaging, it's hard to stand out. In this marketplace, there still aren't enough major companies that are doing it and doing it the right way. So the, take that first step, um, start talking to her um, in the voice of her peers, engage them um, in telling each other you may not like every single message you're going to hear, but in the end, you're going to learn how to do it right, and you're going to enlist your most important salesperson, which is other women like her. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I do recommend everyone check out VibrantNation.com if you haven't already during the course of this conversation. You definitely need to go there. Um, if you're a woman over the age of 45, I recommend that you join the community. And if you're a brand thinking that you want to engage with women um, over age 50, first, I highly recommend it. You've heard all the reasons why you should from Stephen. And you can start at VibrantNation.com. Stephen, thanks so much for being on today. Thank you, Maria. Great as always. Thank you, and thanks to George. And please join me right here next week for another edition of Purse Strings at 3 o'clock Eastern. Until then, make it a great one. has been a presentation of webmasterradio.fm the world's largest business to business radio and podcast network we welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm the opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.